If you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, then you know about the favorite person, my favorite person in the whole world, the man I've loved the most. He was the first and the best storyteller in my life. He was the earliest source of inspiration and wisdom and chance and mythological mystique and magic. It was my grandfather. And I'm bringing him up again today because the older I get, the more perspective I have on our relationship and the more discoveries I make about how deep our relationship really was and how much of him I carry within me. So I bring him to you in this episode because he taught me the way to soften the toughest people, to get through to the most challenging individuals, to make them listen to soften their edges and to make meaningful human connections. But before I tell you about any of that and introduce you to today's mantra, let me brag about my grandfather just a little bit. Stay with me. My grandfather was two people. One of them was a living, walking treasure of knowledge and wisdom wisdom that found its roots in ancient scriptures and mythology. I loved listening to him narrate anecdotes and describe events from the epics in such detail, almost as if he was a witness to them. This person would lose track of time. This person would immerse himself in a story. This person would paint pictures and bring tears to the eyes and make you laugh till your belly hurts. This person could tell a story like he had all the time in the world, and you were the only person the story was written for. But he was also this other person. When he was not narrating or discussing these things, with me or with anyone else, he was mostly an old man. He was a man who felt awfully tired and weak. He was a man whose back hurt and feet hurt. And this other grandpa was very quiet. He would mostly withdraw into his room and switch on the television and not really watch anything. This other person was someone who would sit quietly and worry and overthink. This other grandpa was angry too at a lot of things and a few people, but mostly annoyed at his own growing limitations and restrictions on his body and his mind and his life. This other person existed too, and I loved this other grandpa as well. But this version of him didn't stand a chance when you asked him a random detail about some mythological character from some story in an epic written thousands of years ago. Then, suddenly, his eyes would shine, his back would straighten, his voice would roar and enrapture and captivate you, and he would rise and become a part of his story. He would cry when he uttered the words of gods. He would laugh at his own witty lines and interpretations that would completely crack me up. And he would always have 
one more story to tell. Now, I would take notes from him, from his narrations from time to time. And he would even give me some of his old treasured books every now and then. But then one day, and I will never forget that day, this larger-than-life version of my grandpa said to me, there is so much I have to share, my dear, but all of it, all of it will get destroyed with me, won't it? It's all going to go away. I'm going to go away, and it all goes away with me. No matter how much I try to share, no matter how much I try to write or to give away, the rest of it is still going to be destroyed with me. And that hurt. That really hurt. Here was a man who wanted to give everything away. Most of all, he wanted to give away his time and everything he had learned. He wanted for someone to sit and listen as he recollected and shared everything he had learned from his mother, from his father, his earliest teachers, things that he had carefully stored in his mind since he was a child, things he wanted to pass on before his memory wore thin and created holes in his preserved treasure, before he forgot his favourite chants and his favourite stories, before he forgot who he was. In that fragment of his mind, that small fragment of his mind that I did manage to scoop into my little mind and carry with me, that small sliver of preserved treasure of wisdom and learnings and experience and curiosities, that is my biggest inheritance from him. We're never going to have any new photos together. We're never going to laugh about so many new things. And we may not sit under a tree discussing a powerful scene from the scriptures or laugh at a silly joke until our jaws and bellies ache. But I can summon his voice in my head any time I want to. I can ask him for guidance. I can ask myself, what would grandpa do? What would he say? How proud would he be? And there will always be an answer. And so by accessing this inner vault within him that he kept open for me to scoop out from, I created a connection with him that defied time. I created a connection with him that gave me more access to this first version of my grandpa who brought him to the forefront, that lively, childlike, young, vibrant, energetic yet soft version of my grandpa. Even when I knew that a colder, quieter, more withdrawn version of him existed too, just by wanting to access this vault that was buried deep inside him, just by asking him about it and listening to everything he was willing to give me, I found a way to preserve a connection with my grandfather beyond time. Now I know not all of us have had this kind of a relationship with our grandparents or even our parents. I know there are people in our lives, our families or even at work, that we don't like to talk to anymore. Perhaps they appear too cold or unwelcoming. But even they carry that vault of things they want to give away 
before they go away. Even they fear having to leave this existence with a full bag on their backs. And if you can become the years that they crave for, if you can give them the time that they crave for and the empathy they want, it can be the greatest way to humanize them, to soften their edges, to get them to leave their outer versions, their harsher versions and be who they really are with you and be who they never got to be with anyone else and tell you things they never get to tell others enough. You don't have to be really close to them to ask and talk and share and open up. You just have to be human. And if you allow yourself to be naturally curious about the stories and the lessons and experiences of other people, then no matter who they are to the outside world, no matter who they are to everybody else, you will have managed to activate, to summon up a softer, more lively, more willing and a warmer version of them. And they will remember you for being someone who cared enough to open up their inner world when the rest of the world had thought of them as a closed book. This is a beautiful way of developing connections that are meaningful, not just with the people you love and are close to, but even with the most difficult people in your life right now. And to help you cultivate this natural curiosity and kindness and empathy that allows you to create meaningful, lasting connections, I bring you a very special mantra today. And that mantra is the Sarvesham Swastir Bhavatu Mantra. This is an ancient chant that is a universal prayer to activate well-being, kindness, joy and abundance within every soul that exists in the world around us. Through this chant, we pray that everyone, no matter what they're going through, no matter what their past and no matter what future they stand to face, we pray for them to experience peace and health and prosperity in their lives. When you practice this mantra every day, before you enter a challenging situation or before you are about to deal with a person who usually ticks you off or a person with whom you have a particularly strained relationship, then with the help of this mantra, you cultivate the kindness, the empathy and the compassion necessary to see them without their faults and to access a version of them that is pure and positive. And so if you'd like to give this mantra a try and if you would like to build longer, more meaningful connections in your life, at work, at home, among friends, then I encourage you to avail this mantra right now. There is a 30% discount available for you if you use the link in the description of this episode. Avail this mantra. Use it to practice this intention of becoming a better listener and developing more empathy and patience and forgiveness and curiosity towards the people 
in your life. May this mantra help you see the light in every human being that you come across. With that in mind, my dear listener, this is me, Preeti, thanking the universe yet again for a wonderful grandfather and wishing only joy and happiness upon you and your loved ones. I will see you again in the next episode. Until then, stay blessed.